Welcome to The Confidence Club, where you'll get your weekly dose of all things mindset, personal growth, and self-development. I'm your host, Renelle Briggs, entrepreneur, podcaster, and digital creator, and I'm so excited that you're here. I love helping people discover their true potential to help them show up confidently in their life and reminding them that they are capable of making all of their biggest dreams come true. If this is your first time here, welcome to the club. Make sure to hit that follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening so that you can stay up to date with all the episodes. If you get value from today's episode, let me know by leaving a rate review or sharing on your socials and tagging us at the Confidence Club underscore. Ready to feel inspired? And you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. I'm your host, Renelle Briggs, and today I'm joined by my friend Mackenzie, who is the creator of the Success and Self-Care blog, a girl's guide to living your best life. She shares tips and advice on self-care, growth, habits, and motivates you to finally start living a life you love. I'm so excited to have her as a guest today. So without further ado, welcome, Mackenzie. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the blogging world. Yeah, hi, I'm so excited. Uh, So yeah, I started a blog a couple years ago, just kind of as a fun way to keep up with my family as a lifestyle blog when I was in college. Um, It's just evolved into what it is now. Um, I work in marketing and media on my normal life and then in my free time just focusing on blog Instagram and just on my own personal growth journey and sharing it with everyone else which is so fun oh my gosh I love that and I love that your like career matches like (laughs) what you do for fun like I feel like that's so cool um I feel like there's like a lot of people that are getting into the blogging industry now and just like marketing and media um so what why did so why exactly did you start your blog like what was the kind of reasoning behind like, oh, I'm going to start a blog. And, and how come you made it about self-development? Yeah. So when I was a freshman in college, there was this one person in the school of communications at my school who ran a blog and everybody just thought he was so cool. Like he was pretty much famous in my college. It was so <laughs> funny. And I just remember reading his blog and he just wrote little things like lifestyle stuff. This is what I did today. Just kind of almost like a diary. And I just thought that was so cool. So I wanted to start my own. So my blog actually really just started out of me writing. Like, I had a snow day at school today. Here's some pictures. Like, just random blog posts that were really for my friends and family and nobody read it. And then uh, over time, just in college, I kind of started on my own personal growth journey and learning more about self-care and just gaining more confidence in myself. And then that just kind of took over my life and I became super passionate about it. So then I kind of just evolved my blog into that instead of just little things just kind of focusing on that because that's what I really was enjoying at the time. I love that and I think it's such a good thing to be sharing a lot about I I feel like so many people are starting to get more into self-development and Mm -hmm. um, personal growth and stuff especially with everything that's going on in the world like we've really been just trapped and given (laughs) a, a time and an excuse to start working on ourselves so I think that's really helpful and Um, I really like reading blogs and like following people like that on social media because it inspires me to want to do more things for myself. Um, What's your favorite thing to do for personal development? Um, I would say probably journaling. I've been slacking on it lately, but that's my big goal for 2022 is to get back into journaling every day. I just think being able to take my thoughts and kind of put them on paper and get them out of my head is really good. That way, too, you can kind of look back on past things that you've written and see how far you've come and just kind of it helps to organize all of my thoughts. 
For sure. I'm a big fan of journaling too. And I actually found a couple of my old journals from a couple of years ago, which <laughs> it's so funny to read them now. Cause first of all, like if you wrote about goals and stuff like that, like you can see if you achieve them, but then also mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, that was the frame of mind I was in. Like, you know, when this, like some of that stuff seems so important now, it's not that important. And you can really see that growth that you've had. Um, yeah. Do you journal every day? Like, is it something that you do on a daily basis, weekly, monthly? So, How often? Yeah, I used to journal every day in college, Um, maybe skip a couple days here and there, but I've kind of more so evolved into just whenever I need to write something down, I'll sit down and journal. So that probably ends up being one to two times a week. Nice, nice. I like that. I try to do it like every, I try to do gratitude journaling every morning because I feel Mm -hmm. like if I don't start my day like with gratitude, I just don't feel like it goes as well because I don't know if you run into, I don't like a, a, blip in the day or something then you can just come back to like the things that you do have instead of focusing on what you don't have um Mm -hmm. but I definitely I definitely want to start journaling more this year too I think it's something that you could take the time to do often and just see that growth in yourself so so powerful um another thing that you talk a lot about is self-care and I wanted to touch upon this a bit because I feel like self-care is starting to become a really mainstream term but everybody sees it differently like Um, So I'm curious to know how you see self-care and how you incorporate it um, into your life. Yeah, I think so many people, when they first think of self-care, you think like, oh, spa nights, doing a face mask, um, painting your nails, which obviously are still great forms of self-care. But I think as you start to learn more and practice it more, self-care really is just taking time for yourself and putting your needs first. Um, So it can look different for everyone. Sometimes for me, it's just literally taking a nap for 20 minutes. Uh, And other times it's rewatching an old movie that I love. I think just carving out time every day, even if it's just five minutes, just to do something to help replenish yourself and get more energized and just have some alone time to kind of think through the day and do something for yourself. I feel like so many people, myself included, are people pleasers and you just spend all of your time doing things for other people you kind of put yourself on the back burner so making self-care a priority and making sure that you do at least one thing a day for yourself is really important one of my favorite quotes is that one that's like you can't pour from an empty cup so you yep. can't invest into other people if you're not investing into yourself um, and mm-hmm. I, I hear this excuse a lot like I don't have time for myself so how would you suggest that somebody incorporate like, like make time for themselves or like, I feel like too, like, um, people feel like taking care of themselves is selfish because they feel like they should be, you know, doing something for someone else. Like, how do you, how would you justify that to them? Like, okay, no, taking care of yourself is just as important as other people. I think the first thing you have to realize is that you are just as important as everyone else in your life, which I think can be really hard at first because you think, oh, it's just me, whatever, I'll deal with myself later. But I think just you need to kind of set some time to think and realize that you are important and you need to do stuff for yourself. Whether you don't have a ton of time, you could wake up five minutes earlier and like you said, do some gratitude journaling in the morning. Or if you, I know after work, I'll spend three hours scrolling on my phone. So setting like a time limit on your phone saying, okay, I'm going to go off of TikTok now. I'm going (laughs) to stop scrolling on Instagram and I'm just going to sit here and do something for myself. So I think it's just making sure you realize that you are just as important as everybody else that you're taking care of and just putting aside time. Literally, if it's even five minutes, I think it'll make all the difference. 
Mm, yes. Also, I relate to that scrolling thing. That's something <laughs> I'm really trying to work on this year. If I'm scrolling yep. anything, I, I'm like, Renal, if you're going to scroll, like go to Pinterest. All the other platforms mm-hmm. is just where you're showing up and providing value. But if you have to consume content, like go to Pinterest, because you know, at least it's going to be something that's going to like inspire you and not mm-hmm. make you feel down. I know that social media can do that to me sometimes. So yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I've gone in my settings and like set time limits on Instagram, TikTok, anything that way, when the thing comes up, you've spent your daily limit. Sometimes I'll ignore it, but at least it's kind of a reminder in the back of my head that, okay, I think I can log off now. Okay. That actually just sparked a question in me. So I know as a creator for myself, sometimes I find it hard. Like I go through periods where I'm just like, I kind of just wish I could delete all social media and not worry about it. But then I'm like, but I have a presence on social media and people are expecting content from me. And I'm sure that you feel the same way because you have you know, a blog, you have your Instagram page and everything. How do you kind of separate the two things so that you don't get over consumed with content or, you know, just scrolling too much and spending too much time on there? Yeah, I always try and take the weekends off. Um, I don't post anything on the weekend, maybe a couple stories here and there. But I started doing this one time because I was just really busy on the weekend and didn't happen to have time to go on Instagram. And I realized that it just made me feel so much better on Monday. I felt actually refreshed and ready to kind of do everything that I needed to do. So I decided to stick with it. And it's been great. I don't really do too much on Um, on Saturdays and Sundays, maybe scrolling just a little bit just to see what's up, but I'm not working on creating anything or posting anything. And I just think that that gives myself a good break. Ooh, that's a good idea. I follow a creator. She's a YouTuber and she started telling um, her audience that she takes Sundays off. And Mm. so, um, you know, the first couple of weeks, people are probably like, oh, where is she? But then eventually they start to catch on to the fact like, okay, she's not reachable on Sunday. So I'll just contact her later on. And I think that there's like, this um, stereotype of, among like content creators, like people see and they're like, oh, they must be always on their phone. And it's like, there's no reason why you always have to be on your phone just because you're a content creator, like you can post your stuff, engage and then get off and, you know, mm-hmm. um, go back to real life. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's good to kind of have set times that you want to go on and then have set times that you don't want to be on at all. I agree. And even sometimes I feel like I have to break up my... Um, <laughs> time spent on social media because if I'm on Mm -hmm. there for like more than 30 minutes I start to get this like icky feeling like okay I need to get off I need to go do something else (laughs) because I went I went through a period I feel like this was during the pandemic because there was like the heat of it um, because there was not really anything else to do and I was just like always on my phone and it just became like my whole life and I was like okay Mm -hmm. there's so much more to life than just like this app even if you're building a business on it like promoting a podcast on it like building a community like you still have life outside of social media and you have to remember that (laughs) yes yeah it's definitely easy to get sucked into scrolling and then sucked into seeing people posting things that you're jealous of or then it just makes you feel bad and it's a terrible endless cycle so it's tough because social media can be so great Mm -hmm. but then if you aren't in the right headspace for it it can be so bad yeah I I agree it's just oh it's a love-hate relationship (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so I wanted to come back to the conversation on personal development. I know you mentioned that journaling is your favorite and I know that there's like a lot of other things that you can do for personal development. And I feel like what I see often is like people want to start, you know, engaging in self-growth activities and stuff like that, but they don't know where to start. Um, so other than journaling, what are some of the ones that you would suggest as like starter ones? I think to start 
just kind of sitting down and thinking about why you want to improve. What is it about your life that you are unhappy with? What are your goals? I think setting goals is one of the most important things, especially at the beginning, just so that you have some way to actually track your progress. Um, so I just think sitting down with yourself, even just for a couple minutes, writing it down on a piece of paper, or just thinking about it and coming up with what is it, what is it about your life that you want to change? What do you want to improve on? What are things that you like in your life that you want to include more in your daily routines and just things like that and kind of setting up goals and setting up almost like an action plan for what you want your life to look like in a week, a month, a year. I like that. That's a good place to start. Um, Goal setting. I'm really big on goal setting. I just talked to some people about that this morning too. And I feel like now, like around this time of the year, it's a big thing that's coming up, but that's Mm -hmm. a great place to start. Just figure out why you actually want to improve because that is going to help you. And there's so many other things you can do, like listen to podcasts, um, meditation, like exercising. One of my personal favorites is actually reading. And I'm curious, do you have any like favorite self-help books? I have actually never read a self-help book, which really? sounds crazy. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. I really need to. I'm so bad at reading. I will start a book and then I'll read it every day for a month and then <laughs> I won't touch it for six months. It's so bad. So maybe I'll make that a new goal for this year is to actually read a self-help book. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm actually shocked. Like, I, I, I don't know. You just seem like the kind that. of person that would like reading. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I like to read uh, blogs, Instagram posts, Pinterest things like things that are short. I can obviously just sit down and read, but something that's a commitment that takes that long. I don't know what it is about just uh, reading a book. It's like my kryptonite. It's so bad. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, so this is a question I ask everybody on the podcast kind of has to go with the name of it. What does confidence mean to you? Yeah, I think confidence to me is just really being sure of yourself and sure of your decisions and being able to reassure yourself that you're on the right path. Um, Everything that you do is bringing you to where you need to be and just being confident and sure that everything that you do is good and just being happy with your life and everything like that. Good answer. I love that. (laughs) I like asking this question because there's never like a generic answer. Everybody always says something different. So yeah, just being happy with you and your life. That's like so powerful though. Like it's so simple, but it just changes everything. Like you're no longer thinking about what other people are thinking about you and what other people are doing. You're just living for you. And it's Mm kind of like a weight is lifted off your shoulders when you're doing that. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think once you stop living for other people doing things because you think other people will like you more because you'll be like someone else and just doing actually what you want to do and what makes you happy, no matter what I think is so great. Yeah, 100%. So after this, I'm sure people are wondering where they can connect with you, where they can read your blog and see all of the content that you provide. So where can we find you on the internet? (laughs) Yeah, so my blog is successandselfcare.com. On Instagram, I'm successandselfcare. And I think that's also my Pinterest username. Um, I'm on Twitter. I don't tweet very often, but maybe I'll get back into it. I think that's just successselfcare. I don't think I could fit the and in there, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> pretty good. much the same username everywhere I'm gonna have to go follow your Pinterest because I don't know I feel like you would have a lot of stuff that I would like and I'm literally obsessed with the app right now like mm-hmm. just living off of Pinterest <laughs> yeah I um, love Pinterest and my last question for you this is also something I ask everybody on the podcast because I love these and I love to hear what everyone else's favorites are what's your favorite inspirational or motivational quote I think my favorite this has been my favorite for years, actually, is every day may not be good, but there's something good in every day. 
I think that that's such a good one because it's recognizing that, yeah, not everything is going to be rainbows and sunshine forever. But I think even on your worst days, there's at least one thing that can happen that you can be grateful for and kind of focus on that to try and bring more positivity. Oh my gosh, I like that one. And this is also a question I like asking because like, again, nobody ever says the same quote. So that was a good one. I'm gonna have to use Mm -hmm. that as a mantra for this week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I've always liked that one. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was amazing. I have been following you for so long and I I, I don't know why I didn't ask you sooner because I love everything that you're uh, putting out and just the content that you're sharing. You're inspiring so many people to just level up and become the best version of themselves. So it was an honor to have you on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Confidence Club podcast. And I hope you're feeling inspired to take action towards your dreams. I would love to hear from you. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode and leave a rate and review so I can continue to bring you content that serves you. If you got value from this episode, share it on your socials and with your friends by tagging at the Confidence Club. Want even more inspo? Follow the podcast at the Confidence Club on Instagram. Chat with you soon. Bye.